as we're drawing near the end of our discussion on indicators of spiritual growth and what a mature Christian looks like, we should be reminded that a mature Christian is marked by abounding love and is marked by growing knowledge and is marked by spiritual discernment and spiritual integrity. In this segment, we will be talking about a mature Christian being marked by good works. Philippians chapter 1 verses 9 through 11 says this and this is my prayer that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of sight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. If I may, I just want to focus for a few minutes on that statement of filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. In that 11th verse, the next mark of a mature Christian is being filled with the fruit of righteousness. The word filled speaks of something completed in the past and having continuing results. Let, let's, let's look at that again. The word filled speaks of something completed, done with, over, in the past, and having continuing results. Paul pictures these Christians as having borne fruits throughout their life, and one day standing at the judging seat of Christ, surrounded by these fruits. Verse 10. This is a mark of a mature Christian. In fact, it is the one reason that God created us. Ephesians 2 and 10 says, For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. We were created for good works. The word workmanship comes from the Greek word poema. We are God's poem, his artistry. Each one of us has been given different spiritual gifts and different experiences so that we can minister for God and bear fruit in a unique way. Mature Christians are bearing fruits that God prepared in advance for them. We get a picture of the process of, good, of God preparing works for us in advance as we look at Jeremiah. He said to Jeremiah that before he was even in the womb, he knew him and called him to be a prophet to the nations in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. That was God's call on Jeremiah's life, and yet he still had to choose to be obedient and submit to God's will. Fruit always bears the mark of the tree it came from. An apple tree bears apples, and an orange tree bears oranges. In the same way, mature Christians demonstrate the fruit of Christ. They demonstrate his character, and people can tell that they are his disciples in, in John 13 and 35. However, immature Christians are not filled with fruit, fruits of righteousness because they are true 
Christians, they will bear some fruits, but in many ways they will resemble the world instead of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verses 1 through 3 says this, Brothers, I could not address you as spiritual, but as worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worldly, for since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, you are, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere men? These Christians were not yet mature, and you could tell by their fruits. They couldn't handle the deep teachings of the word yet. They still needed spiritual milk. They were prone to jealousy and quarreling. They were worldly. Many Christians are like this. Sometimes it's hard to discern if they are really Christians because of the worldly fruits in their lives. Immature Christians are like children, as mentioned before. They lack discernment. This leads to having the wrong friendships and the wrong dating relationships. They are prone to discord. They are always in a fight with somebody because they are not choosing what is best. It leads them further away from God. From personal experience, I spent a large part of my Christian life living as a worldly Christian Cursing, a fruit of the world, still marked my life until I was a freshman in college. I had ungodly language and ungodly relationships. However, even though I resembled the world in many ways, God still used me by His grace. I often brought people to church and led people to Christ, but I was co compromised and therefore missed out on God's best. I missed out on the abundant fruits that God wanted to bear in me. With cursing specifically during my freshman year while reading James chapter 1 verse 26, God really convicted me and set me free from that sin. It says, if anyone considers himself religious and yet does not keep a tight rein on his tongue, he deceives himself and his religion is worthless. God essentially said that my religion was worthless and potentially not real. This really convicted me and from that day I never struggled with that specific sin again. I knew I had to grow up and mature. This was God's plan for the Philippians, and it is his plan for every believer. God wants believers to grow up, to bear fruit, and to walk in his specific calling for their lives. However, many Christians are like Esau. They forfeit the father's inheritance to enjoy a temporary meal. What are some fruits of righteousness? And when answering that question in the comments... Think about what the Bible says our spiritual fruits are in Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 through 23. And tell me what fruits you bear in your own life. Godly attitudes are a fruit of righteousness. Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 through 23 says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Are you growing in these godly attitudes? Are you growing in patience, joy, peace, gentleness, and self-control? Praise is a fruit of righteousness. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 15 says, Though Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. The fruit of lips that confess his name. Be careful of being a complainer instead of a worshiper. That is a fruit of the world. Paul describes unbelievers as having this fruit in Romans chapter 1 verse 21. He says, For although they knew God, 
they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. Are you growing in your worship? Are you praising him throughout the day? Or are you a complainer and arguer? This discipleship is a fruit of righteousness. Paul said this in Romans chapter 1 verse 13, I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that I planned many times to come to you, but have been prevented from doing so until now, in order that I might have a harvest among you, just as I have had among the other Gentiles. He seems to primarily be referring to the Gentiles coming to Christ and growing in him. Discipleship. Are you growing in the areas of evangelism and discipleship? Answer for me in the comment section, if you will. How do we produce these fruits? Mature Christians produce these fruits by an abiding relationship with Christ. Again, look at what Paul says, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ. Believers produce these fruits through Jesus Christ, through an abiding relationship with him. If we are not abiding in him, we cannot produce fruits. It is by living a life in his presence, abiding in his word, praying and fellowshipping with his people that these fruits will naturally blossom in our lives. Look at what Christ said in John chapter 15 verses 4 through 5. Remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Are you abiding in the vine? This marks a mature believer. They can't miss a morning without starting their day with Christ and abiding in his presence. This enables them to produce fruit, starting their day with Christ and abiding in his presence. When Christ returns, Paul wants the Philippians to be like fruit trees at harvest. Their branches hung low, laden with the good deeds that Christ has worked in and through them. This marks mature believers in a healthy church. God is using them greatly because they are abiding in his Son. They are like trees planted by the river. Their leaves never fade. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. From Isaiah chapter 61 verse 3. Recently, what type of fruits has God been bearing in your life? What types of fruits do you feel like you are missing or desire more of? How is God calling you to pursue them?